Hello, Internet. Welcome to our second episode of Living It Up in Lion City. I'm Sunny. And I'm Raj. And we have finally decided on a name for our podcast because we intend to do a lot more episodes of this. Um, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first off, I want to thank you all for the feedback that you've given us in our last episode, about our last episode. Um, some fantastic points that you guys have. FYI, we did not mean to be racist. <laughs> if it came across that way, we truly <laughs> apologize. Because we, you know, we got one yeah, feedback true, whereby... True. There well, was an implication that we were slightly racist. And um, it was never our intention. That is true. Well, but what at the same time, myself into. <laughs> <laughs> but we've also realized that we need to be careful in the way that we posit our ideas, and because of which, we're really thankful that uh, we got that kind of feedback. So we did do a follow-up podcast about uh, the previous topic, which was the soul of Singapore, and it was gold. Yes, but because of technical issues, uh, we couldn't salvage a lot of it, and we do plan to do a recast of it. Um, but much later on, I yeah. suppose. And we will definitely revisit that because there is still a lot more to talk about and we're excited to broach those topics once again with all of your feedback in mind. So once again, thank you all for listening to our first podcast. And we love you. And we do, we do. Some of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, we will have more to talk about that particular topic. So do you know when we were talking about um, whether why Singapore has a soul or not? Yeah. And we came across a topic about arts, yes. the art scene in Singapore. And we do have a guest here. And our guest is um, the, a real-life example of a starving artist. <laughs> you <laughs> so should true. see so him. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Luke Tan. Hi, I guess. What's up? How's it going, Luke? It's good, it's good. good. You don't have to be so tensed up. Why are you so tense, man? That's not you. <laughs> For those who's listening, you know, you can see the sweat on his brow. But he's, ah, he's chill. My palms are like sweating. <laughs> so, um, so Luke Tan is someone we know who is an artist. And he does a bunch By of choice. Things. By choice. Correct. And he's doing a lot of things in the art space here in Singapore. Um, without further ado, um, let's just get straight to it. So, Luke... Welcome to our amazing podcast. Hi, we, I guess. We've got a grand total of about three followers. It's <laughs> <laughs> good, it's good. Maybe. <laughs> because we, you know, we force them to listen. Yeah, yeah, Maybe more much. after this. <laughs> we with them. Yes, yes, and of course. Um, so, Luke, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and wh what you do. Yeah, so I'm a visual artist. I do mostly uh, mural paintings uh -huh. um, for like businesses, for like corporations we're also a social enterprise so we do paintings for like causes for example like uh, migrant workers awareness um, just to use art as a medium to bring about some kind of awareness to certain topics uh, that we face in Singapore that um, yeah like that the general public might not know yeah or... they might not know or they like, choose not to see that part of Singapore Okay. So we use uh, art to like ease people into like uh, creating like conversations about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Right. And how did you get into this line? Like what triggered that this is what I want to do? Oh, okay. Um, when I was in secondary school, I just felt like um, 
this is what I'm good at and I wanted to like pursue it further. So I didn't think I was going to be like an artist or I didn't think, think I was going to be a painter. It's just things that like um, that I choose to do. Like, like I'm good at it. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just doing it and exploring this part of myself. Okay. And yeah. you, you said about social, uh, social painting. Dude, chill, man. You don't have to... <laughs> Yeah, so Rindo's I'm, I'm, I'm stroking Luke's tie as, as we speak. <laughs> oh, <know>? yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's not helping me anymore. It's like, <laughs> all right, so what? How how did you actually start uh, Mural Lingo? Because Luke is one of the founders. Uh, I'm not the founder. Uh, Imran is the founder, so I'm the vice director of Mural Lingo. Okay. Um. So two years back, um, Imran approached me and asked me whether I want to join. Uh, to partner up and like you know to grow the business and that's what we've been doing for like two years so um, yeah uh, can I ask like what what is Mural Lingo about? Uh, Mural Lingo is about creating art experiences okay and also like I said just now um, more like uh, using art as a medium to talk about issues or that we face in Singapore okay and also yeah the awareness part of things so my understanding here is that my my understanding here is that, uh, as the name implies, it's about murals. Yeah, and, and is it language? just languages? Oh yeah, lingo. lingo yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's like the language of murals. Like okay. uh, I think when it started. Um, Wait, you did not get that. No, oh. I'm, I'm a smart man, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was a dumb one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, sorry to interrupt you, so, man. So, so just like um, it's mostly about murals. So murals are the the one medium where you can. Um, there's a lot of history behind it, like how people use murals to like communicate, all the way back in like the like the caveman days. You know, they, maybe they were trying to put a mark in a cave and say like I was here, like to make their presence known and stuff. Okay. So murals have this kind of effect on on us. Like we, it's a, it's a big wall. A lot of people are going to be looking at it, and it stays there for a while, and it's not going to go anywhere. Um, and because it's a big wall, there's a lot of people that can come and engage and and pain and we could have like conversations and we can talk about stuff and um, it's just like really good uh, medium for people to just like relax and um, take their time like after work and just like to to paint something you know okay. as a community yeah this is interesting because i've never actually thought of murals or paintings as general as something that you know allows you to have a social experience mm. because um to take the example of a mural so i see a mural and i enjoy it there's that visual aspect and i feel like i'm enjoying it passively so what i find interesting is that you're looking at ways to put up something so that people can come together and do interact stuff. yeah do yeah. stuff with each other because of that shared experience of with each other you, you know it, it well, just sounds know, wrong okay. on so many levels <laughs> you didn't say do too i said do with <laughs> uh, but yeah but that's interesting i didn't really consider um, appreciating art as uh, a shared experience okay mm. uh, maybe I didn't put it the right way like I know that it's a shared experience but it's not something that you think of when you think of a mural yeah so how did you come up with that idea I think that's a very good point though because uh, uh, not just about murals about artwork in general like if you go to a gallery and stuff um, it's very passive you know um, so it's like artist artist work yeah. viewer yeah right so there's no engaging in the whole process of art making. You don't know, you might or might not know the person. Correct. You, and it's all subjective, right? <clears throat> the work is already created for you to enjoy. So it's like a, 
it's almost as like uh just a one-way communication kind of thing it's just yeah. like okay my work is this you like it you don't like it that's your problem right so i think like murals in this sense when it becomes like a community uh kind of work, everybody is like coming together to for like a cause right to let's say for example migrant workers awareness so they are painting and they're just talking about it and just raising this awareness and they are, the whole work is created by the community okay and so there's much more like engagement and the experience is more than like two ways because there's like communication between each um person that is doing the mural okay the would artist you, would you call them so like a volunteer or do you pay them or um we have facilitators so the facilitators will <coughs> normally like ease people into like the painting process um let's say like the person might be a bit shy they're, oh, they're looking at it it's like what is this all about so you talk to them a little bit and they're a bit like most of the people in singapore are like oh i'm not a creative person you know that uh that kind of mentality um and then i can't do art um yeah i'm not an artistic person so it's just like you know it's very easy it's just a huge coloring book we're all just like uh just filling up the blanks right okay. so we make it as simple as possible for the migrant workers or yeah the migrant workers is another part that came in to paint as well right so the whole thing was um we interviewed migrant workers so they tell us their stories um about their home their family their work kind of issues so from that um communication we created the mural that's based on their stories i see um so. does their experience um show in what they put out there on the murals uh i am guessing he's saying that they created a mural and they based off of the stories yeah, that yeah, they beforehand based okay. Based okay so it's not that the migrant workers or the migrant workers um created that mural okay okay yeah. so they use uh i mean mural lingo uh luke and friends I guess. <laughs> look at friends <laughs> well uh, new tv show <laughs> <laughs> they they basically um heard the stories went back to the drawing board yeah figure yeah. out like a created picture. a visual yeah created yeah. a visual and came back and mm. got their help and then paste it yeah. okay. I, okay not paste it but paint it yeah <laughs> so can i ask so my understanding here is that uh murals as such aren't a medium of social engagement but mural lingo is all about that um i think murals are okay social engagement in that sense yeah it's not so much of uh, okay you you can have uh, okay it's a limited amount of like social engagement okay maybe just like visually right yeah. but uh, this is what we are all about okay yeah yeah to like tell stories and uh, so can i yeah, ask where do you paint this uh my, the mural for the migrants where, oh, where okay where was it painted at uh so the whole event was held in uh, nus right. um, yeah so we collaborated with some students they were doing like a project you know right. for migrant workers so they have uh it's like a migrant workers awareness week maybe once every you know couple of months okay so we collaborated with them and then we put it outside uh, it's a uh, maybe about 2 by 2 meters and like people walking past um there's like a video section like you can see all the stories and what's so happening. it's a very interactive mm. uh 2 meter walk in a sense yeah it's a 2 meter portable wooden panel okay so i'm yeah. guessing that two, that panel would be stationed at a place or is it always uh, it's stationed at a place okay so yeah. so it's a very interactive um panel correct correct right yeah. 
is this the same panel that we use for painting the mandalas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so listeners, for some context, um, I participated in something that Luke was doing, which was essentially um, creating a mandala, or, you know, creating a mural of sorts on a canvas board. And what I really took away from it was not the fact that I was doing the painting, but I actually enjoyed the social interactions that happened because of it. And I think that is exactly what Luke was talking about. Uh, wow, you did enjoy the painting? <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> the end product. <laughs> I mean, brushstrokes are irrelative. But, you know, I think the fact that I was actually taking part in creating something mm. along with a bunch of others just, mm. you know, made me feel so good about myself. I'm generally the kind of guy who spends a lot of time consuming content and for once I'm like, oh, look at this. Yeah. I, can I can paint. I can see these brushstrokes. <laughs> <laughs> it has my name on it. And, and so I'm wondering, um, the people that you bring in, the people that you bring in uh, to, you know, to these events or to these workshops, are these workshops also? or? Uh, so we, we are trying out quite a lot of different things. Okay. Um, we have workshops now, we are doing more workshops. Uh, we do a lot of events, we do CSR programs, we do private commissions. So the, yeah, there's so many things that we are doing right now okay but mostly we do like um private commissions okay that's what like makes the money of course to do the other like events and all this kind of stuff so we also have like um other events um not really events but we paint murals for let's say for example um uh sorry for the <laughs> um, like Minds, Mind School. Okay. So um, recently we had a workshop teaching uh, autistic children mm-hmm. how to do a mural, how to paint a mural. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So we have to create a program uh, together with the teachers, um, create like a step-by-step kind of thing. Okay. So we found it like, actually I really, I think it's going off topic, but I think I really enjoyed the whole process uh, because they are so, you get to see like, it's such a calm coming state you know and they are so um, they're so well behaved and okay. and they're so detailed okay. the one strength about them is it's so detailed they will cover the entire wall you know um, yeah so we have the process like step one step two step three step one you um, you take the pain step two you know do this stuff so we have to keep repeating that process but once they got it oh, it was so enjoyable teaching them so these are the kind of stuff that we want to do more okay um, <coughs> you also did for uh, one of the animal shelters. Okay. So they want us uh, with like volunteers, like friends. Everyone came to paint this shelter. So they they didn't have like any money for it. So we provided materials and also the context of like bringing in people and stuff. And I, I think it was very uh, successful uh, event. And it was I was so happy to see like so many people wanted to, uh, so many Singaporeans and um, like foreigners who want to like participate in such a thing too. You know, to brighten up the place. Of course. Not of course. so much for the not so much for the dogs because they're color blind, right? But for the <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> are they? I, I didn't yeah. know. That. Yeah, they are. Yeah, this was like. But what colors? I'm not too sure. I think they can only see black and white. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! So I think most animals are uh, color blind. Right? Well, who's to say, right? Yeah. You can't ask them like, hey, yeah. check out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we digress. Yeah, we digress. yeah but that's all right. So like, it's interesting that I mentioned this point because uh, I wanted to ask you something, and I think it's based on certain. Uh, opinions that I and uh, Raj have in that we wanted to talk about the art scene in Singapore and more specifically about the perception of art in Singapore. Um, 
so as as a foreigner um you know coming to singapore for the first time um i've always heard this opinion that you know art in singapore is it a is is too nascent b is too controlled and c is just not on a level okay what do you mean by nascent yeah uh, it's like dude our vocab is not that high you got to you got to speak <laughs> okay, like okay everybody you know, dumb it down bro dumb it down everybody <laughs> like you know yeah, dumb it down. <laughs> <laughs> right. so like <coughs> it's it's still in it's still it's not in a stage where it's mature okay um and 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 the other thing is that it's just uh, a lot of people consider the art scene in singapore not up to the level of other global cities okay. and a city that is widely cited as being an artsy one would be melbourne okay right. really so, i was thinking it's going to be like paris or yeah, england broadway the thing is that yeah. i'm just basing this off of you know comments that i've heard etc etc okay. so i'm just trying to understand like what what is the reason for these perceptions now admittedly i am not into the art scene here in singapore or okay. anywhere else so my understanding of the art scene is very limited okay and i only know about these things based on the comments that i read online so do you do you know that there is this perception um okay in the general public <coughs> of singaporeans mentality uh very often you get this uh like the usual thing that I was saying just now like oh I'm I'm not creative uh I I'm not an art person so naturally they, with this like stigma with this like perception in their own brain they're already like oh I'm not inclined to art like I, I'm not going to do it I'm not going to be around art or like you know so um, in a sense that's saying mm. right uh if you think you lost the war half the battle has been lost yeah some well something like yeah that. I I get that I'm I'm trying to figure out like if this is something that is But it's, in, it's like in in Singapore alone, or like what about other places? There's probably like a ton of people who have that same notion, mm. you know. But it's kind of surprising. Uh, do you know this night art that happens every year? Night festival. Mm. Yeah, night yeah. festival, and it's all like mostly uh, art stuff. Yeah. Be it be it a guy playing on on the piano or mm, uh, projecting. It, yeah, projecting uh, pictures in in onto the trees and stuff. Yeah. Well, I went there once. Uh, I think about two years ago, mm-hmm. and boy, it was crowded as mm. hell. Mm. And it's most like from what I saw, it's mostly you know local Singaporeans who are who are there. But well, whether I, whether they're Singaporeans or not, it's it's anybody's guess. But yeah, you know the way they talk. Okay. So yeah, I think if so it was crowded. So I'm not quite sure if I agree with. Uh, mm. <coughs> What you said maybe about you know their perception, perception and stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe to look at, like to be in some kind of like a festival event is a huge thing. You know, everybody will be like, yeah, okay, I, um, there's nothing really much wrong. I, uh, I'm doing. I want to go to this kind of event to like you know, maybe uh, uh, just like to appreciate stuff like to see all these kind of things, but it's not so much of like the whole, participating in the art. Right. right? Yeah. Right. So, so we are like consumers. We're just. Yeah. So Raj and I are just consuming this art, whereas, you know, you're you're the one who's like right in the thick of things. Yeah, he's like creating it yeah. and getting people involved. Yeah. Mm. So, um, Luke, what's your, what's your take on on the art scene in Singapore? Like, what's, what do you I feel about it? Yeah, this. <coughs> so one of the questions I wanted to ask was like, uh, it related. Like, so how do you define like soul? Do you mean in this context? I do you mean like yeah, so art that's, culture? That's why we got you here. Okay. Because this would be the arts part okay. of uh, soul. Okay. So the many 
parts of okay. Well, well, we hope to get there. <laughs> okay, so like my my own thinking about it is like um, <clears throat> now okay, there are people that say like oh the art scene in Singapore is not matured, but like what is actually like maturity of art? Uh, if you look at many other different cultures, like Europe, for example, they've been around for like hundreds of years, and they have this whole process of like creating art and. They have their style, their own like signature. You know, everybody's like following them, copying them. They are like the really like forefront of like creating art. Okay. Something like that, right? Uh, Singapore has been around for like just like less than uh, just like a mid um, what's that? Like a half the life of an adult, you know. Yeah. So it's not that long, and I think um, it's it's almost as if like we are in the process of finding out our own identity as Singaporeans. Okay. Because we, in, essentially we are all like, migrants, yeah. in a way. They came to Singapore and live here and like creating, this thing, you know. Yeah. So as much as we are, I think it's a process, just like the Maslow hierarchy and needs, right. So we have like food and shelter, and yeah. then now we are trying to explore more, of, um, like our self-esteem. Yeah. Correct? So we need to take some time, few more generations to, yeah, before we can achieve that, because we are now, I think maybe a generation, two generations before us, uh, we are still struggling to get like a food, a shelter, survival, like you know, work, yeah, sense. survival, and so now we are just about like you know stepping into that like exploration of the self and like what it means to be the Singaporean, like identity, culture, arts, and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, yeah, they I do hear uh, this a lot, like oh. Uh, um, Singapore has no soul and um, like you know the arts here you know kind of sucks like but it's growing you know yeah. and um, I can see it growing because like you know a couple of years ago maybe they don't have like that much grants for like arts and for you to um, um, to do your own projects and they don't like fund you and stuff yeah. so yeah it, it's a it's a process yeah. so and, speaking about funds yeah. uh, and grants have you gotten any to basically Expose yourself out there. I mean, not just expose yourself. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <can> I, <laughs> I will do that without funding. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, ex- uh, you know what? Expose is just. I mean, uh, bring your name out there in a okay, sense. Like bring uh, your art, uh, like your work. So out basically, there. just asking like, is there have I been gotten any grants? Like we did a couple of projects that we have gotten grants for, and our studios actually uh, subsidized by the government. So Goodman Art Center, they they subsidize quite a bit for us. So we have a space, but we need to renew like every six months. Okay. So it's a, is it like a ballot thing or? Um, not necessary. I don't know how it works internally, but uh, so far we've been getting like um, like so, renewed. Right. Us, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, so once again, you know, I'm I'm curious to know more about what you said about um art being you know an extension of. Uh, you know oneself uh, yeah like the attempt to find identity etc mm. etc um, is that how you define art is it like is art supposed to be uh, uh, so, some sort of personal or collective expression mm, it is definitely an expression yeah. so for me myself like it's uh, it's um, yeah personal like expression and yeah for the community and all I think once we establish this certain um, like survival, we're no longer fighting for survival. We are just like 
we need to explore other things other than just like work and just like you know all this kind of stuff so i think art is definitely a form that you can use to explore a lot of um yeah this kind of stuff like right brain stuff you know so as a as a starving artist (laughs) (laughs) well it's not stopping anymore (laughs) although that sweet government grants (laughs) um but as an artist um where do you where like what is your stance on where singapore is in terms of the art scene like you know appreciating art or you know creating like creation appreciation uh nurturing I'm not sure I can exp- I don't know yeah, we, what do you mean, I, like, I, uh, what's I, the what are you what are we comparing it to well well do, I, does I, there need to be a comparison yeah. I, I guess he's talking about from the past to now oh, okay yeah. like how much uh, has yes, improved yes. yeah how much has been improved and do you think it will be further improved compared to today but I, I want to get into another topic I, I want to get into something in the sense that like how do you compare and what do you compare it with Mm. Um, I'll, I'll say the only way would be to compare against well the past. Yeah, true, but a because lot of a, a arts, lot of arts, it's arts, right? It's pretty yeah. vague. But here's the thing, right? So I'm speaking as a person. I'm untrained in the arts. Okay. I uh, my knowledge is essentially based on comments that I read online. Seriously, okay. you do, you are creating comics, you are pa- doing three D painting. And you still <laughs> dare to say that? <laughs> How Shit. dare you? Shame on you! <laughs> okay, so my co-host called me out of my bullshit. <laughs> but that's a podcast for another time. Um, like, what I wanted to ask was that, like, often discussions about art and the artsiness of a city, uh, or uh, artsiness of a place, is based on comparisons with other gold standards. Um, mm. so I hear a lot about, you know, oh, the art scene in... Uh, city XYZ is amazing, etc., etc. Like, what is what does the artsiness of a place mean? Mm. You know, um, I mean, I get it. Um, a lot of people on a, on a surface level, if I go to Melbourne, I see a ton of graffiti, mm. and uh, you know that is probably that, that is considered art. Of course, it is. Yeah. But like, why but, is but then, Melbourne considered like an artsy place, whereas another city isn't? Like, what's the criteria here? Like, how mm. do you how do you Make well, that for for me, I like you know, graffiti is nice, but but then if you do it at a space whereby it's private property and you you know just go there and paint stuff without the approval of the person who owns it, then is that's more of like vandalism, and I'm not too cool yeah. with that. But if it's something which is allocated and show yourself man I mean yeah, not show but yourself then again, you know, paints, but then again that's graffiti right like graffiti is like rebellious yeah. nature so it's like if you're doing it in a space that, that that's what Singapore is doing so they allow spaces for you to do a graffiti I think there's somewhere in Boogies it's like an art, some, there's quite a few places Okay. Goodman Art, art Centre has also but then it doesn't really become gravity uh, gravity <laughs> graffiti <laughs> right so like if you're doing it it's supposed to be like uh, it's supposed to be like an anti-government, anti-establishment. Kind so you of mean like uh, punk? Yeah. Well, uh, see, that's you, the thing, right? I mean, the very like gra- graffiti is subversive by its nature, in the sense that it's always going to be. Th- I, I think you described it beautifully. Yeah. It's it's anti-establishment. Yeah. Right. I think the likes of Banksy, for example, yeah. you know, yeah. is essentially considered, um, you know, the, the model of what graffiti is supposed to be about. Mm. You know, this person who nobody knows or I don't know like is this like anonymous yeah. it's just anonymous okay do, do people know who he is everyone knows who he but everyone knows him by okay. name yeah. I yeah, mean and, his station and then that's the thing right so author 
Oh, yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's well, true. Well, <laughs> Lucas got to me on that. I apologize. So the thing is that because we don't know who Banksy is, that adds a level of, you know, um, I don't want to say novelty because he's been around for a while. He Ooh. or she has been around <laughs> for a while. <laughs> right? you know, just, can we just put it neutral? Yeah. That person. Yeah. So that person. So the thing is, graffiti by its very nature is supposed to be subversive, or at least that's the origin of it. Mm, yeah. Right? Now, um, it has graffiti evolved to a point where it's like an accepted form of um, artistic expression outside of its anti-establishment roots? Mm. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's definitely uh, viewed as an art form. Okay. Um, maybe because uh, once we, it's like placed in an environment where it's allowed, like there's more people that like, see it, that um, it's not so like... People don't want... Like, okay, like, wait, like, Australia is nice and all for the graffiti. But there are some works that are really, like, this is just trash, you know. It's just, like, uh, like vulgarities or just, like, you know, that kind of stuff. But I mean, didn't you, you say art, earlier yeah. that, you know, art is subjective? <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, like, from... Like, if I see a giant like, penis, I'm like, mm, that's <laughs> art to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I always say it's true. A giant penis? I don't know. I mean, like, if it's well done. You know, it's like... <laughs> well done. Well <laughs> you can't look at your own dick. Like, hey, Ooh, that's well yeah. done. <laughs> I can see, like, you know, the bumps on the skin. Right? That's, like, pretty well done. Like, somebody put in, like, hundreds of hours <laughs> put it out there. So, like, a, a lot of the appreciation of art also comes with appreciating the skill and talent that goes into it. Mm. Right? Why like, are we talking about... Okay, it's not just about giant penises. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're talking about okay. anything in general. Like, you can have a massive sculpture or a massive painting or anything that like somehow we had this idea that if you feel that this thing took skill so for an example that is in front of uh, New York uh, Stock Exchange you know yeah. that that bull yeah. Yeah. and someone put like a what a, girl, uh, a, a, the, girl, a the, statue of a girl yeah the, the rebellious girl, girl. girl. I, I forget what the I name wouldn't, I wouldn't say rebellious girl it's just some uh, girl was yeah it was a girl because she was standing up against um, the bulls the bull mm. so that in a form is as well right yeah, yeah it is, it is artistic yeah, it is, yeah. so it's like generally i probably for me as as a normie i don't appreciate art in the sense of what message it tries to convey well i think I, personally i would kind of think about it like yeah of course of course but then i also feel that a lot of the appreciation of art comes with the execution of it mm. you know so for example if i were to see uh, a blank piece of canvas with a red line Drawn like, what down the it, fuck right? is this now for the artist for some people I'd be like oh that's the paradigm of east versus west you know <laughs> and, and, and stuff like that but if I were to see um, a piece of work that obviously took a lot of love care and skill oh. into it I would consider that art too right mm. so um, I'm not sure if this is related to the question that I wanted to ask but the question here is um, why is it that there are certain things that are considered artsy and Ooh. why are certain places considered artsy because of these things versus places which have it, but somehow there's a perception that this place is not artsy at all. Mm. You know, and the examples that I want to give is like, I, I've only been to Melbourne once. Okay. So I'm probably not the best person when it comes to what the art scene is like over there. Mm. I'm basing this off of third party comments and that's true. But at the same time, we all know that, I mean, we all have heard of s stories where people say, oh, you know, the art scene is amazing and this and this and this place. Whereas uh, Singapore doesn't have that art scene because of various reasons. Mm. Um, you know, as an artist who is in the scene, um, why do you think that perception exists? 
Uh, why do I think the perception that okay, so one you place just, is you just you just put him in a spot. He's like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> We're asking the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying like one place? Why is it compared? The I think it's more like it's more like me uh, media coverage, you know. Yeah. Uh, mostly media coverage, I think. Okay. But I think, yeah, I wouldn't say one country is more artistic or more like. So okay, where where do you think Singapore stands in in terms of uh, the arts? Like, what do you mean by stand? Like, um, like, like, does it have? Um, I I honestly don't know how to answer that question because it's like, where do we stand in arts? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, because like, if okay. you say so. Well, what I mean is like, does Singapore actually has the? Um, uh, dude, I was just discussing hey, this know, with you earlier. We, we, were su- we were supposed to use the word infrastructure, but infrastructure for art. <laughs> that's, <laughs> too, too, <laughs> that's too. That's too. That's too. Sounds too official. <laughs> um, but does does Singapore have the wherewithal to nurture the kind of art scene that we would expect of a global city? Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think so. I think it's like slowly, like more funding is being uh, pumped into the system. People are being more like um, willing to participate in art. Okay. Especially younger generation now, they want to participate. They want to be. They want to do things that are like a bit different. They want to explore okay. different things. Um. Yeah, I think it's definitely where it stands now in these terms is that it is growing. Okay. And I think that maybe, like, it's gonna be maybe twenty thirty years down the road. You can. I wouldn't be compare it to like some place that with like hundreds of years of history. But I think place like Melbourne, maybe we will be able to reach a kind of um, level. You know? Okay. Yeah. Media coverage is important. I understand that. And my belief, and I know you know my stance on this, is that everybody's perception of anything, be it you know beer to um, countries or cultures, is essentially based on how much media exposure that particular place has and mm. how much positive media spin that has. Um, once like again the coolness thing that you're yeah, talking exactly. about so yeah. in yeah. regards to that right uh, Singapore media do you think they talk more about celebrities or more about you know like stuff that's going around for example events that are happening if they're not uh, paid for like, like for example as an advertisement um, for example oh this celebra- uh, celebrity you know is marrying someone like who the hell cares? But but here's the thing: that's there's the that kind of celebrity news is a thing everywhere. So and mm. and like coming from India, I feel that Singapore is actually a lot more sensible in that respect. Okay. 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 I mean, right. I mean, okay. 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 Maybe it's because I don't okay. follow okay. that kind of news, <laughs> so there is that. No, I mean, but, okay. Yeah, but the thing is that in India, I feel that that's a lot more in your face than I see here in Singapore. Perhaps for the last, I don't know, three to five minutes, talk about, all right, so Singapore is having these events um, that mm. the government is running, for example, like, about the arts and Yeah, I think they like do, it. man. Like, uh, like, Night Festival, they will announce it. Well, they don't really announce it. It's Facebook. You know, people people on Facebook, um, they share it and create that page. I think they do on, like, but, TV and stuff. Yeah, but then that's... It's a I big mean, event. Facebook is pretty much the bulk of all advertising these days. Yeah, yeah I, what, what I'm trying to say, it's not the media, but I mean, not 
not like you know for example chan- uh, Channel News Asia and stuff yeah. and this is just my opinion yeah. they do not share that kind of news okay um, it's our common friends or friends okay. on our Facebook network and yeah. uh, it's just someone who actually created the whole content for Facebook yeah. in Singapore is you know hey uh, we're having this event come down check it out and this perf- uh, this person is performing uh, we've got these things here and there whatnot. But here's the thing, right? Like, to counter your point, uh, most of the events that I go to of an artistic nature are because I see it on news mm. and on, on Facebook and various other you know media um, outlets. And so the thing here is that that exists in Singapore, at least in the network that I follow. Okay, maybe maybe it's yeah. maybe it's just uh, what I follow. So yeah, you know, you need to. Get on Facebook more, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you need to love the Zuck. Yeah. I, I think if you're like, interested a little bit in the arts, right, right. they will show more of this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So maybe that's why you're not seeing that kind of events. You know? I mean, hey, I dude, I'm going for the Lion King and the Piano Guys, and it's not like someone who... But, okay, so I, I do have something to say about, you know, major art events like, you know, musicals that's coming in uh, from elsewhere. So these are like high-level, high-publicity events that's coming in. And, you know, there's obviously going to be a lot of PR around it, right? A lot of vibe, yeah. yeah. I mean, So nice. the thing is, I'm curious to know more about, like, the art scene that happens on, on the ground level. I'm not saying that what you're doing is not on the level of Lion King, because, you know, my eyes <laughs> no, are fine, the Lion King. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. He's doing that uh, body marbling. Oh, yeah! Like, uh, a step out of his com- uh, comfort zone. Instead of painting walls, he's painting bodies. Bodies. Luke, you <laughs> gotta tell us more about this. <laughs> Give us the lowdown. Like, what yeah, is this? Yeah, so body we kind of digressed over? a bit, and we're pulling it back. <laughs> yeah, but no, we want to talk about Luke and his new project, which is body marbling. Luke, okay. go. Um, yeah. Ah. So, um, yeah. Okay. Before you start, how did you s- venture across body marbling? Um, okay. Yeah. So I just saw this thing. Honestly, it's just a very simple thing. Like, I saw it a year ago. Um, on YouTube channel and the US they were doing this for festivals and stuff Okay. so I honestly thought like okay you know I wanted to have I want to experience that so that's just like the start of it that, that's my interest in it it's like oh why don't you have it so I was like looking around finding um, whether anybody's doing it Okay. So, but there, there was no one that was doing it Okay. so I thought like you know what I can do it you know. Yeah. so I just thought like, yeah okay I went to experiment so um, uh, Luke could you tell us mm. what body modeling is okay yeah <laughs> so body marbling is essentially like painting, it's body painting uh, by using a um, uh, liquid-based um, substance. So it's more like you're dipping your hand into this type of paint yeah. and you get like marble textured um, patterns on your arms. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I, we've been there. Yeah, yeah. we've tried it. <laughs> it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, but yeah. to be honest, it, it starts coming off when, you, when it dries off. Yeah, but then we, we could talk about the ephemeral nature of art. <laughs> all right, all right, it's all just temporary. And <laughs> all right, all right, all right. My bad. I apologize. <laughs> right, so okay. So are these substances like herbal or not, or is it toxic or not? The substances. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. I'm talking about drugs here. I'm talking about paint. That you know. No, what are we talking about? Again? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's just non-toxic acrylic paints. Uh, the one that like children use for, yeah, like art painting process so yeah we try to get his uh, so how do you get the design on your arm because the way okay. that you just said it was yeah. 
uh, liquid-based paint, dip your arm in it. Yeah, so we drip the paints and because of the tension between the paints, they kind of spread out and form different patterns that are like similar to like wood uh, when you cut like, you know, when you cut trees. Yeah. They have these rings and um, yeah, you can create all kinds of patterns like like streaks or like galaxy-like patterns and like nebulas, universe and kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and so you create this on, uh, this is basically painting on water. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so it's like, it, like in Japanese call it suminagashi, uh, Turkish call it Ibaru. So it's been around for like hundreds of years. Uh, yeah, but uh, now it's coming back and uh, body marbling is making these techniques popular again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lost art, you know. So, are you gonna have like an event uh, for this? Because you yeah. was, you you're just saying you're testing it out and yeah. So why were you testing it out for like okay. for what so, event or for what purpose? Um, now we got the process and all done. Um, the techniques and all we are like solid. Mm-hmm. So we are doing an event on the twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, opening event for National Design Center. It's of July that is. July, yeah. Keeper's Carnival of Infinite Happiness. Well, that's a mouthful. The Keeper's Carnival of Infinite <laughs> keepers, Happiness. Yeah, Keeper's yeah, Keeper's Carnival of Infinite Happiness. So it's like uh, we are taking Keeper's SG is taking over the entire National Design Center. Okay. So you have like workshops on the second level. You have like carnival like themes. A lot of local artists will be there selling their wares. Okay. You have like sculptures and. Actually, mural paintings in the like a HDB light sculpture. Okay. So you have many different uh, pictures of like artworks and yeah. stuff. So a lot of local is is gonna be like really good. So on this topic, like if you wanna catch more like local designers, artists, uh, local art scene, uh, you should definitely check out this event. The yeah. Keepers Carnival of Infinite, Infinite Happiness. Happiness. Yeah. Ooh. That's a the name sounds man. pretentious as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but I will check this out. This seems yeah. like an interesting thing. Yeah, really nice. So um, this is the week after next. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Two weeks from now. Yeah. Right. So right, we should right. we should put out the podcast before that. Fingers <laughs> 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 crossed. No, this is like Raj's dig at me, but <laughs> I'm notoriously prompt when it comes to posting podcasts. So. <laughs> um, that's that's really good. Um, so will you and your team be participating yeah so we have a whole crew uh we're gonna be in the body marbling tent okay we have a tent with black lights inside uh, we be painting people okay. um so yeah very exciting stuff like good stuff nice yeah, nice really excited for it. um wow okay I should, I should definitely check this out what's the national design center about like what's there um, actually i really i think it's it's more towards like communication design and they also have like galleries and they sell um local produce design stuff okay uh there's also a maker studio there okay so if you want you can get like your stuff built you can pay for like a course or something like that um yeah they so they exhibit um like interior design stuff um yeah communication design graphic design that kind of things so all of this stuff is for sale or is it like a workshop uh, exhibition exhibition uh-huh. yeah so they have a shop that just selling all this merchandise uh, so so like you know every like for example if you were to go um, I don't know Universal Studios for example and then there's always this souvenir shop so yeah, it's, is it something like that or 
well, you know, let's not bring down National Design Center to the level of, you know, theme park souvenir shop. <laughs> Surely they're better than that. <laughs> I, I would definitely check this out. Mm. So, I, Luke, um, well, what's your future plans for, to, with, or rather with Mural Lingo? Like, what do you envision it to be or become? Um, I would like to do more events. So I like uh, more What's people to participate in. What what sort of event then? Um, it could be anything like, because I like to do a lot of different things. Okay. So maybe tomorrow I feel like oh I want to do like a tapestry workshop for like tie dye. So but I want what, I want yeah tie dye kind of process like like where you tie t shirts. Yeah. You, you oh okay right 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 right. Yeah. So I mean, Wait, it well, could be anything, but like more events that we could bring more like bring people together and participate in making a like a. Yeah, like so a work or something like that. Yeah, that is interesting because when he was doing his trials for mo- body marbling, met a lot of new people over there. Yep. Started mm. talking, chilling out, laughing. And that's yeah. why I love going to Luke's uh, events, right? Because it's like, I don't but, care about okay, Luke. How many times, <laughs> have, how many, how many times <laughs> Thanks, have you guys. Like, <laughs> Luke's friends are cool. Yeah, so I did go to the body modeling. I think it was really fun. I went to that mandala painting. It was really nice. Yeah, uh, I kind of overslept. Hungover. <laughs> 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 yeah, why did you do it on a Sunday, bro? <laughs> yeah, why Sundays? Yeah, so a lot of stuff are like experimental. We want to try yeah. as many different things as possible, you know? Yeah. And always keep it fresh and new and exciting and... Yeah, it's always about like people coming together. Yeah, uh, I think that's the most important part. That people are happy, um, like they're communicating and talking, making friends. I think yeah, that's my main goal. You know, just a simple goal for p- more people to come. Okay, so we are nearing the end of our podcast. So just to end it off, like, did we come across whereby we s- said, or rather, we asked that whether he thinks Singapore has um, the Art. I like it's. I mean, it has arts in its soul. Do you do you have any closing thoughts about this, Luke? Because honestly, I don't. I think it's an open-ended question that just can't be answered. Mm. I'm just curious to know about why that question just does the rounds on the internet, and you know, what do you think about it at the end of it all? Um, I think just with like it, enough people that uh, just need enough people to explore themselves and to. Uh, to be you can express in any other ways. Does it doesn't have to be art. Yeah. Can be music. Can be performance. Could be like you know. Yeah, but all um, this songs. Is, all this. All comes, that would be. Would like, come under art. A big circle. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as okay. Music as, is art too, Luke. Stop looking at visuals. Yeah. So the closing thought is like as long as everybody express themselves, um, just you know, um, do what you love. Yeah. And then yeah, we could be. Could create Paris a better future. Yeah, uh, <laughs> art scene in Singapore. Oh, yes. Lawrence, so, uh, Luke, um, do you want to uh, do a plug Lawrence. of what you're doing? You know, any social media that you want people to follow? You know, yeah. Uh, so we have like a long list of followers who are eagerly, you know. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. <laughs> I just yeah. But yeah. Uh, Luke, tell us more about like your social media presence, or like how mm. can we follow more about Muralingo? And what you do? Yeah, so if you want to um, see more events, you want to participate in this kind of fun stuff, uh, you can add us on Facebook. It's M U R A L L I N G O. So that's double L, and you can find us on uh, Instagram as well. Okay. So yeah, join us. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, for our events. So folks, you know what to do. Uh, 
go to Facebook, look up Muralingo, you know, smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> I've always like, wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Luke, it was awesome having you here. Thanks for having and me. Yeah, thanks for coming down, man. Yeah. Mm, thanks for the experience. All good, all good. So, guys, ladies, gentlemen, and all three of you who are listening to this podcast, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, uh, please give us feedback uh, about about this episode, about anything. And, and your thoughts as well, yeah. not only feedback. Let, let us know in the comments, you know, reach out to us via email, via Facebook, via anything. Um, we have our page, which is Living It Up in Lion City. So look it up, check Do it we? out. Well, yeah, I, I will set it up. Like, <laughs> we'll get there, we'll get there. It's a work in progress. Uh, but yeah, you know, look it up, check it out. And if you like what you hear, and if you like what you listen to, uh, do tune in for more episodes because we do plan to um, have a bunch more. So, guys, this is Sunny signing out. And this is Raj. And we have our VIP for today, Luke. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>